everybody. I'm Jim Ford. I'm Dan Kurtzke. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 167. Yes, uh, it's almost New York Comic Con. Yep. By the time this goes up, there will be three days. So, does this start on Thursday or Friday? Uh, it starts on Thursday now, actually. Is that like a preview night kind of thing, or is that a full day? It's not a full day. It's it's what Friday used to be. Well, then fuck it. It starts on Friday. <laughs> those Well, those four-day passes went quick. Oh, well, yeah, they always do. Not not really. No, the, um... Well, I mean, I don't... Did you even have a Thursday last year? I can't remember. I think No, Thursday, they've always had Thursdays. No, they definitely haven't. Well, I mean, they haven't had cons on them, but there's always been Thursdays. Yes, uh, okay. Yeah, I never could get the hang of Thursdays. Uh-huh. Um, we should probably point out that since we're recording this so close to the episode, we're just not going to edit it at all, and we're just going to throw it up as fast as possible. Um, nice. So if you could hold back on your rampant racist remarks about Oompa Loompas, that would be awesome. They're just so orange. Yeah. Taking our union jobs. Yeah, yeah. Cut, cut, cut it back just for tonight. Just, just for tonight. Urgh. So, yeah, so <laughs> we're days away from New York Comic Con 2013. I can't wait to spend the whole weekend there, can you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I would have gone... Well, if I if I could have gotten a three day pass, then I probably well I would have went at least two days. Uh, but yeah, no, I completely missed the three day passes. So by the time I was actually able to get passes, it was like you know okay, well I'm only going to go one day then, and which day am I going to go? And it was Friday. Coincidentally. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. coincidentally, my experience last year cemented in my mind that that uh, Friday is the best day to go in general because Saturday is super crowded. And I like I went for all three days last year, or three three of the days. Yeah, Thursday doesn't count. I went for all three days last year. <laughs> and and like, I'm like, all right, Friday, this is nice. This is manageable. The crowd's kind of thinned out for New York Comic Con. I like this. Saturday, I was like, fuck this, and left after three hours. Sunday, I lasted longer, but it was kind of the mid-ground between Friday and uh, Saturday. So I'm like, all right, next year, just one day, just Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Saturday is good if you have, like, a three-day pass and you don't have anything that you really want to accomplish. And that Saturday is great for that because then you're just kind of, like, wandering around. You take everything in. You know, anything that you miss the first day. You know, or you want to make a note of it for Sunday or whatever like that, or even if Saturday's your, you know, your last day, you know, you can pick up stuff like that, you know, the the remainder stuff. Uh, or if you want to go see panels and stuff like that, that's what Saturday is great for. Otherwise, there's just, there's so many people that seeing, like, trying to see things for the first time and taking everything in. It's awful. It's just, it's so crowded. Uh, and Sunday, yeah, I mean, if, if you can if you can go Sunday, you know, it's probably, you know, I think it's better than Saturday, but 
I've heard a lot of people say that you know their their experience is that Sunday gets even busier because that's that's like family day and kids up to, up to a certain age get in free that day. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you think? That's like a big percentage of people that wait for family day, though. Because like, I always felt like Sunday traditionally has been like kind of the cool down day, where like, all right, everybody goes on Saturday. That's the big day, and then you know most don't come back for Sunday. I think, but now, but now Fridays kind of become that instead. Yeah, well, with fr- Friday is probably always going to be the best day unless they like they make thursday a full day which they very well could just because this convention just keeps getting bigger and bigger so you know if they can justify having a full day then they'll go for it um but since i think even if they no good well since it's during the week and you know people do have to work friday is always going to be a little less crowded same thing with thursday thursday night if they do a full Thursday, that's going to be slightly less crowded. Saturday, you have yeah. a lot of people where it's just like, oh, yeah, Saturday, let's go out, let's have some fun. But nowadays, you do have a lot more people going for Sunday because Sunday's a little cheaper. You can get a little bit better deals from people that are like, um, you know, they want to get rid of their stock. Um, you know, that, that kind of thing. Sunday is getting busier and busier for that reason. Yeah, I think if they made Thursday a full day and I could get a two-day pass for just Thursday and Friday, I'd probably do that. Yeah, that would be great. That would be really good. The thing that kind of bothers me about the Thursday night thing is that they call it preview night, but, like, all the artists are in there and most of the, you know, vendors, almost everybody's there. They basically treat it like a day. It's just a little bit shorter. So... If there's like certain like exclusives that are very rare, or there's an artist you know whose list that you want to get on, like if you're not there Thursday night, you're screwed. You know, like you have to have like a special ticket to get in on Thursday night, or is it like? Well, I've never can, understood preview nights. You can buy it. You can buy a Thursday ticket, or you can uh, you can get the four day pass, which is harder to get and more expensive than the three-day pass, obviously. Yeah. I mean, anybody can go in, you know, as long as you have a ticket, but you don't need, like, a special, you know, press pass or whatever like that. It used to be that on Friday, the first half of the day was, like, for press and uh, exhibitors or something like that, or, you know, retailers. And then the second part of the day was, uh, you know, general populace. And again, I would always go Friday night because, you know, again, if you wanted to get on anybody's list, like, you had to be there. Like, I mean, one of my, you know, far-off goals, which I guess is kind of like a decreasing goal every year, is to give a sketch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh You know, I, I love his artwork, but I mean, it's just, it's so difficult and it's very expensive. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't even, you know, even if I could go on Thursday, I wouldn't be getting getting it this year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like, what what do you do? Like, you're not there Thursday night, so you just, you're, you're completely blocked out of some of these sketch lists. You know, like, you have, you have other artists, like, say, Katie Cook, 
who just does the $5 mini paintings, like, all weekend long. And she'll churn out, like, you know, I don't know, hundreds of them. Yeah. You know, but, and I'm sure, like, most of the exclusives, like, you know, one that would be pertinent to our listeners is the DC Collectibles. Um, it's a 3.75-inch, you know, entry for that, like, convention-only line that they've been doing with Hal Jordan and St. Walker. Oh, yeah. Um, like, that's yeah. the kind of thing that's going to last more than a day. I don't know if that's going to last more than three days, just because they've, you know, they've actually announced the number of them, and it's two of the most popular characters that they have. Yeah, but is that the number they're going to be made ever, or the number that they're bringing to the show? Oh, that's it. Because, I mean, I've seen, like, I think, like, Big Bad Toy Store or something, like, still has, like, some of the last few sets of these they've made. Well, yeah, what you call it? If you go to the Graffiti Designs website, you can pick up most of them, um, you know, for the convention cost on the website. But, like, that being said, this is Hal Jordan and St. Walker. You know, yeah. you know they. I think they made like three thousand of them. I want to say, I think that's the number. So there's three thousand of them, and you know, you look at a con like New York Comic Con. Last year they did. I want to say it was John Stewart and Atrocitus. Yeah. Which, I mean, Atrocitus <laughs> is very popular, and John Stewart's. You know, he's kind of popular, but it's not like Saint Walker and Hal Jordan. I mean, that you have like two two distinct factions that are into both of those characters, you know, in Green Lantern mythos. And the fact that it's New York Comic Con, which is second only to San Diego, uh, and San Diego's convention exclusive was, I think that was Kyle Rayner and Kilowog, which again, not as popular as Hal Jordan and St. Walker. Um, Didn't they also do like a Sinestro Black Hand somebody else three pack or something yeah it was also Arkillo and dexter um, yeah and that was a really cool set but that was like fifty dollars and <laughs> you know that kind of that kind of uh entry point price you're gonna have a lot of less people going for it you know it's like you know, can i justify it for all those characters so that's the kind of thing that you'll still be able to find i think the, the exclusive this year might be a little bit tougher to get. I, I still think that there might be some leftovers after it's all over, but I don't think we're going to see like the glut that the rest of them you know produced. Yeah, I'll tell you, I, last night I was looking through the different exclusives, and the only thing that really jumped out at me, I mean, I, I noticed the St. Walker and Hal thing. I'm like, oh, cool, they're still doing those. Yeah. But the thing that jumped out at me was the Stan Lee Pop Heroes figure. <laughs> Oh, they're doing one of those for him? Yep, and it's like, it's Lil Stan Lee, and he's like opening a shirt like Superman, but he's revealing a New York Comic Con logo. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> oh, God. Um, you know, the thing that I think is hilarious is that, because I, I follow the, the He-Man Master of the Universe collectibles, and I don't really buy them anymore. You know, I, I yeah. bought a bunch. You know, when the classic line launched, and 
you know, I wouldn't say never to, you know, another figure. Like, if they came out with a figure that I really wanted, I might pick it up. But what I think is hilarious is that when San Diego comes around, like, Maddie Collector rolls out, like, an exclusive for most of their lines. They had they had a He-Man exclusive. They had actually they had two this year. Did they have two? Yeah, two. Uh, one was a the figure, and one was like a, a like a mini figure set. They had uh, um, the Monsters High exclusive. Um, did they have a DC exclusive this year? I can't even remember. Um, but usually they have a DC exclusive. They have a Superman exclusive. They have a Hot Wheels exclusive. I like they have exclusives for for a bunch of their you know popular lines, and then it gets to New York Comic Con, where okay, it's not as populated as the San Diego Con, but you have a lot more people that are here for the comics and the toys and stuff like that, as opposed to. I want to see a panel where maybe I'll get to see Tom Cruise. Mm. And they roll out like, okay, and, you know, come on down to the Maddie Collector booth where the exclusive is our, you know, I think this year it's Strobo, who is based on some kind of concept art from, you know, back in the 80s for a figure that was he wasn't. So he wasn't even a real guy? He was was never made as a figure. It's like... um, and he's always a convention exclusive, but he's a traveling convention exclusive, which means you will be get at him. all of them. Yeah, yeah, like you'll be able to get Strobo at New York. You probably get him at uh, well wherever Maddie shows up, whether it's Dragon Con or Fandom, whatever, and Fan Expo. Um, E two C. Did you almost say? Did you almost say Fandom Canada? <laughs> Sound like it. And then you said E2C2. I don't know if you're messing these up on purpose or not. <laughs> Whatever. The, uh, the <laughs> Emerald Cityland convention. Um, WonderCon. I, you know, like, all stuff like that. Yeah, that's real. That, that one's real. You did okay. it. That one's real. <laughs> and then... God. So... Well, they, they also announced another convention, like the, the next traveling conve- uh, convention exclusive is going to be based on Stan Lee. Oh, all good for him. It's a really <laughs> weird looking figure. But yeah, it's like the convention, it's like not really that much less people going to New York Comic Con but they just like, yeah, you know what? They do, we're just going to phone it in. Here's, here's just some kind of general exclusive. Come by our booth. We'll also nice. have leftover product. Awesome. Yeah. Wait, is this so? Is the Stanley figure gonna be like in the Masters of, of the Universe style? Like, yes. like, could we get a Stanley figure holding a battle axe? He riding riding Battle Cat. You could definitely have him riding Battle Cat. I think he has blue oh. skin. Um, oh, I wouldn't. Be. I don't know if his glasses are molded to his head, but he also has like this like weird helmet thing. It's bizarre. It's just, it's really bizarre looking. I, I don't so, think it's going to do that well. No. Well, not with the pop vinyl Stanley right across the room. Exactly. Well, 
I don't think the Stan Lee is going to be ready till next year. Oh, all right. Well, so the, it, maybe I'll next, have a chance. But. The next New York Comic Con, you'll be able to pick up your Masters of the Universe Stan Lee figure. Uh, and start my collection. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are you looking forward to seeing or doing or whatever or well, getting at the show then? Um, let's see. Well, I mean, the the usual stuff, like, you know, I, I want to get to see, you know, a few people, um, you know, get to hang out with you. Uh, and this is your brother's first big con? Yeah, he's... I'm trying to remember if he's been to us. I think he's been to, like, one or two smaller ones before, but never anything remotely like this. Mm-hmm. So, figured, you know what, why not? Take him with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> hang out with you. I'm, I'm bringing my, uh, my brother-in-law and my son. Um... Well, you know, we may end up uh, meeting up with other people. Um, I know Edgar's going again this year, so hopefully nice. I get to see Edgar this year. Uh, Daniel HDR, definitely going to stop by, say hi to him. Um, you know, I like to stop by Katie Cook's booth. I wasn't able to get Gronk Volume 2 at Super Show, so maybe I'll be able to pick that up this time. Um, and uh, there's another podcast that I actually, I, it's like one of the, you know, podcast I was listening to at the very beginning and then took like a long break but every convention I go to I always stop by and say hi um, that's Big Kev's Geek Stuff uh, and they actually have some they have exclusives there too like um, there are a lot of friends with a bunch of um, designer toy guys so they got some cool exclusives there I mean beyond that I have to pick up uh, what do you call it? The the Green Lantern, Saint Walker exclusive for Mark. And aside from that, I think it's basically just going to be wandering around. I would like to get the 3D cover of Relic, but uh, <laughs> you know what? I I have it. It's not that great. I know. You know, like I haven't bought any other Green Lantern titles. I I picked up issue 24 just because, you know just because I was there. I was getting the other 3D covers. Um, I know that I'll be able to get any Green Lantern issue, you know, from the back issue bin, but those 3D covers will be just tough enough that it will be irritating to get them in the future. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) I just, I want to get it, and that way I don't have to worry about it in the future. Um, Can you, like, I... I forgot. I, I didn't. I I hadn't thought about DC in general for like a week, and then my my DCBS order showed up, and I forgot Villains Month was a thing. Yeah. All right, and <clears throat> I opened the box, pulled out like like this stack of like Green Lantern 3D point whatever covers, mm-hmm. and my first reaction i didn't think about it my first instinctual bodily reaction was like this guttural oh i think it was the mongol cover and like <laughs> like it they they look so bad like not i'm not even talking about like 3d effects like the color and like all it's all it's all muddy and shit and i'm like like before my brain even registered what it was it registered that it didn't like looking at it <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, you know... <sighs> and there's four of them. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I was, I was very glad that I could get the three that I did get for cover price. Um... What'd you call it? Yeah, the Sinestro cover is kind of cool, although it's it's very blurry. You know, like the whole chain thing is blurry. Um, the black hand is clear, but it's just like, meh, okay. The Mongol cover, you know, it's ironic because I think you get the best 3D effect from that, but it's also the ugliest. Yeah. So, and it's also the worst. <laughs> yeah, you know the um DCBS sent me a few emails offering to like cuz the covers because the covers have had this whole like like unsustainable demand or whatever that I'm sure we'll get into another time. So like DCBS was looking for volunteers to downgrade to 2D versions for for uh like a reduced price. And I'm like, "Nah, I'm already getting these." I immediately regretted not taking them up on the offer. <laughs> like this, like you know how the, you know how I look at the collectability of these covers. It's that if William Shatner blew his nose on like a nice like restaurant's napkin, somebody would find that valuable to them as a collector of William Shatner memorabilia. That's what this is. These 3D covers are the snot-filled napkins of the comic book collecting world right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I look at it like it's not something that I was like, oh my god, you know, I have to head out to the comic book store, you know, the day that they come out so that I make sure that I get, uh, you know, each of the 3D covers. Um, in fact, I if I had to go to a store to get these, no way. The, the fact that I had to press a couple buttons to get them is the why I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's that's it. Like, I just happened to, you know, stop at a comic book store. You know, just, like, you know what? We're over here. Let me check it out. Because, I mean, you know, that's one of the, one of the big reasons why I don't... Uh, I haven't been picking up a lot of comics. It's just because the comic book stores around, you know, they just get more and more difficult to get to. You know, mm. and it's like, if you're going to make me jump through hoops to get my comics, then, you know, and the comics haven't really been that good and the prices are going up, then I'm just not going to do it. But since I was right there, they made it very easy. I went in, I asked, I'm like, you know, you have any of the Green Lantern 3D covers? She's like, you know, the guy's like, well, which ones, you know, do you want? I'm like, any one you have. I'm like, because basically <laughs> I wanted at least one just so that I can see the effect, you know, and judge it, you know, completely based on, you know, having it in my hands. You know, but the other thing was, like I said, you know, these these issues, I know that in a year I'll be able to go on eBay and buy them. But I know how the New York market works, the, the Long Island market, I should say. And that's like, you know, issues like this, like, disappear from the back issue bin, you know, and it's just like you can never find them. 
and I know that somewhere in Ohio, they probably have a bin with like, you know, a million of them, and they're the ones that are selling them on eBay. But since I can't pick it up locally, it's like, you know, again, it's one more hoop to jump through to get that comic that I never got back then. So that's why I got it. And that's why if I do see Relic, I'll pick that up. Jim, if you want to buy the 2D print version of any of these, I will trade you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Did you but, read them uh, all? Yeah, I. The only since we stopped, the only Green Lantern I've read is Green Lantern Twenty One, and the Relic issue. Okay. I have I have everything that's come out because I kept <laughs> going with these. Yes, because I know me. I know me. I take a break from something for a while, and then I wake up one day, going, "Man, I want to catch up with that," and then just binge and keep going. Mm-hmm. So I've been. I have. In like, right next to me, I have a stack of every Lantern book that's come out since Green Lantern number twenty. Mm-hmm. I just haven't opened anything but those two issues. Yeah, yeah. I've. I think I I might have bought Green Lantern twenty one. Um, I think I have that somewhere. But uh, uh, hold on one second. Yep. Actually, no. Never mind. I can't can't take any breaks <laughs> oh yeah no editing <laughs> yeah right um, yeah jim has to pee so bad right now <laughs> god now i lost my train of thought oh yeah so yeah i got the the 21 and i have the the three you know covers that i did get and number 24 and in actuality like i thought the mongol issue sucked i thought the sinestro issue was like very interesting and the black hand issue I thought was very well done too uh, oh. and like and relic and relic was good yeah you'll you'll probably like relic a lot I, I'll yeah I, I'm, I'm sure that I'll get to, I, I know I have the basic gist of what happened thanks to mark but uh, yeah like those issues I think are intriguing for what they are they're one-shot tales that tell about the villain you know that's cool. You know that's neat. It's a and and the stories are not complete rehashes of what we know, so it's interesting. That being said, I also know like the main story that's being told in Green Lantern, especially with like the lights out and everything, and it's just like mm-hmm. it does not like from where we stand looking at it, it doesn't interest me at all. You know, like if they go the direction that I suspect they might, then it'll justify it, and then I can read it all, and I'll be happy. But mm. until I get until I get to that point, like you know, if this all blows up and it all goes really bad, then I'm just going to be like, oh god, well that's just going to make it even more sour to try and come back, you know, when we start catching up with books. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, like at some point we have to go back. You know, because I mean, it's it be, it's become clear to me that that talking about the new books more or less, like <laughs> within a year of how when they come out, is kind of the glue that holds our show together. Because <laughs> we didn't we didn't intend to not be doing episodes this long. We had plans. We yeah. just had like no drive to enact them. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, we did. We actually had quite a few plans for uh, different episodes that we could be doing while not reviewing new issues. And in actuality, I I still do want to do that. It's just that we've also had like really, really busy summers or things happening here and there. You're you're busier with work. You have a baby. My computer died. So I I just like I'm online now for the first time in like a month. (laughs) Yes. Yes. To record a New York Comic Con episode that I think we talked like maybe five minutes about. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we both are coming at this convention kind of from the position of, yeah, there's one or two things we kind of want to see, but mostly we're just kind of wander around for a few hours and then go home. I mean, I mean, like, look, I can tell you right now, I'm my brother and I aren't getting into that show. Like, we should be physically inside the convention center by like eleven thirty, and That's still pretty early. Yeah, but like, we're probably gonna leave around five. You know? Yeah. Like, not leave to go home, but like, like my brother is super huge into Nintendo, so we, I want to take him to the Nintendo store in uh, Rockefeller Center. There's a Nintendo store. Oh yeah, it's like oh. it's called Nintendo World. Is that where the Pokemon store used to be? I don't know. Huh. But it's like it's like it's it's a little No, I think it's in the it's in that stretch leading to the big tree, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. But uh but yeah, he was there once for like a half an hour, but like it, it was when uh, we were there with my parents and like they were like, "Okay, it's been 10 minutes. Can we leave now?" So we're going <laughs> to let basically like we're going to hang out there for like an hour and I'd like to get, like, to Penn Station before dark kind of thing. Yeah. So, So again, I mean, that's all I'm really looking for from, from, uh... I don't look for a whole lot out of big shows, just because there's too many variables, you know? Like, if it's, if it's something like Super Show, then I'll go there with a laundry list of, like, things I want to do and see and get and whatever. But, like, big shows, it's, it's not worth the stress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I picked up, I picked up on that a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's, but if you are, you know, like if you're a treasure hunter, basically, you know, and you go there with, you know, on a mission, you're going to be stressed, but you also will have, you know, a decent likelihood of getting the things that you want to get if you are really, you know, trying hard. I tried that too at, um, at Dragon Con, like I... I tried kind of doing, like, the back issue bin diving, that whole thing there. Because there was a few, it was scattered, but there were a few booths that had, like, a bunch of long boxes. And I'm like, all right, well, let me see what what, uh, older Green Lantern stuff they have. And I went through, like, like two booths of stuff and was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I probably won't be able to do that at all, given that I'll have a baby and my brother-in-law. Is that the one that looks like you, or the one that's also named Dan? Brother-in-law. I, oh, whatever. Oh, Lauren's brother. Yeah, yeah, Scott. I don't think I've met Scott. Um, but he was at the wedding. Lots of people were at the wedding. I mean, he was in the wedding, so. Oh, he married Lauren. Okay. That's gross. Hey, don't don't tell, judge their love. <laughs> um, oh, and yeah, if if anybody, if any of our listeners are going, 
then if you try and find us. <laughs> well, okay. If you want, like, kind of a little clue on how to find me, I'll be pushing a baby in a stroller, and the baby will be dressed up like Marty McFly from Back to the Future, and the stroller will be dressed up to look like, kind of like the DeLorean. It's going to have a flux capacitor and a couple other uh, bells and whistles. I feel like this stroller is kind of dubious. Stroller is going to be awesome. Okay. I'm actually thinking about driving in. Yeah, yeah. you were talking about being nervous about a train ride with him. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that I can do it. It's just that I really wanted him to be able to take a nap in. And if I'm holding him, that's not going to work because my arm's going to fall off by the time we get there. You know, and then trying to keep him in the stroller, that's just, you know, it's not going to be... It's not going to be good. So it's just the, the other thing is trying to find parking by the Javits Center the first day of New York Comic Con. Probably not going to be too uh, too easy. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm <laughs> shooting to get in around ten-ish, but knowing traffic and parking in New York City, I'm probably not going to get until eleven thirty-two. Nice. Well, we'll 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 walk in the front door together. Uh, God, I was gonna suggest like if we needed a meeting spot, it should be like that little balcony area overlooking Artist Alley. Because like that, from my in my mind, was like kind of the most open area in on the show floor anywhere, kind of thing. Um. Yeah. I don't. Well, since I wasn't there last year. Oh, you did. Oh, that's right. That was Chad. So I don't know what that area is because they move everything oh. around every year. That's true. <clears throat> it lo- the map makes it look like it's the same thing. It's like when you go in the main door and you immediately go right, you go down this kind of hallway, and then it takes you. I think you said it was the spot that they had like the car shows or something. Or it's like that long oh. kind of airplane hangar kind of room. Okay. And so by balcony, you mean like kind of like the slightly raised level? Yeah, like, and it has like stairs going down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's an awful meeting spot. Shut up! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, think Fine, Tyler, I think Tyler Kirkham is going to be there this year. Oh, probably. We You should like. You should, like, go up to him and touch his face. <laughs> I, You know, yeah, Tyler Kirkham was awesome. If I had money to get a sketch, I would, but that's not going to happen. The other thing is carrying the stuff this year is not going to be fun. So, you have a DeLorean to put it in. I'm probably going to bring my Indiana Jones bag. Well, what you call it? One of, the, one of the cool things that I'm working on is the flux capacitor for the stroller is also going to hold the diapers. Nice. Oh, that's going to be that big? Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you'll see it. It's pretty cool, and I'll have pictures up afterwards. Dude, it, why don't you go the whole, like, dress like Indiana Jones? You'll have, you'll be like, you'll be like every good movie from the 80s just rolled into one. I actually do have the costume, but I don't know, it just, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit Back to the Future and Indiana Jones. I thought I, mean, I thought you meant it didn't fit you anymore. 
Uh, actually, it might fit a little bit better. Nice. Um, I'll wear the hat, at least. <laughs> definitely not just wearing the hat. Oh, yeah, no, that would be crazy. Somebody will single you out at New York Comic Con for wearing a weird hat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Any- anyway. So, yeah, Whatever. if the, if, uh, <laughs> if you guys look for uh, Back to the Future Baby, then you'll find me. I, I, probably, I, won't, find... Be too, I won't be too far off. Yeah, if you find him, you know, you'll be running after him screaming, James! Oh, God! Yeah. Man. If there was a way for you to generate, like, fiery tire tracks from that stroller without it being a hazard, that would be so cool. If I had more time, then I was going to also try and build on the, uh, you know that black kind of fan thing in the back of it? that kind of yeah. glows red. Yeah. I really wanted to add that on too. It's just that like I don't have the time and the logistics to like make it fold up when I fold the stroller up. <laughs> so, it's not going to have that, but it, it's it's still going to be pretty cool. Nice. So, yeah. Was there anything like aside from the Funko Stanley that you really wanted to hit any people you wanted to say hi to? Um, I mean, I definitely want to go up and down Artist Alley. Like, maybe not all of it, but just, like, most of it and just see. Like, I know I'm going to pass by Adam in comfort mm-hmm. and high-five him. And, I don't know, just see who's there. Probably alienate some more Green Lantern creators. Like, remember, I think, was it last year? Like, I think it was Daniel HGR. I talked to him for a few minutes. Totally forgot he worked on Green Lantern at all. And I think drew my favorite issue of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you picked up uh, the print for me of the oh yeah, I, Barbera Justice League. Yeah, we had a conversation and a transaction. Green Lantern never came up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Daniel HDR. If if you are going to New York Comic Con, then go talk to him. He's such a cool guy, super friendly. His art is it's beautiful. I saw he was actually experimenting with like a. Almost like a chibi style, also. Um, oh, sweet! Like a month ago, which he was just you know having fun, but it was phenomenal. But yeah, and if you ever, he like he he shows uh, work in progress pictures of his sketch cards, and the detail that he puts into these things is like insane. But like I said, he's a super friendly guy, and he's really into DC. Like right now, I think he's he's the artist on the Smallville series oh okay which starts out digital and then they print the uh the actual copies like a month later or whatever but um yeah definitely stop by there and you know tell him that you you know you heard about you know that you had to stop by from the lantern cast he'd uh definitely get a kick out of that so yeah do we talk to him on the show we have not had him on in the past um because he's like you know he himself he's like you know oh my english is not that great if i if i interview anybody at the con it's definitely going to be him just to say hi and have you know officially have him on the show do you want me to like bring my recorder along if you want to do that that would be a lot better than what i have planned which is just to try and get some audio recorded on my phone Oh, Jesus, no. No, 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 no. We're not going back to that. (laughs) (laughs) Outback, take two.
That was the worst Burger King experience ever. <laughs> oh, God. You forgot about that one, didn't you? I forgot you? about the Burger King experience. I just remembered about the Outback uh, Super geez. Show. Yeah. Yes, that's what happens when we're left to, you know, for me to record things. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, let's hope tonight goes better. Yes. Um, you know, I was looking through, the only other convention exclusive that, I mean, I won't go out of my way, but if I find myself near the booth, there's, um, uh, I forget who's doing it, but somebody is doing, like, uh, it's an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing, where it's, like, Coulson's S.H.I.E.L.D. ID badge. It's, like, a little flip wallet thing that has, like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. crest. Right. And, like, his ID card and whatever. I'm like, you know what, I really, I like, I like that show a lot, and I have the Avengers, like, briefcase thing with, like, all, of, like, the, the fake, like, S.H.I.E.L.D.-like dossiers and stuff in it, so I'm like, you know, that would be a cool addition to that, if it's not too expensive. Did you know that if you went on, like, the website ahead of time, and I don't know, you might still be able to do it, but you can actually get a custom S.H.I.E.L.D. badge of your name. Really? Yeah, it's like, they'll actually, you know, make it like I don't, I don't know if like maybe the badge is the same, but they actually make an ID card where you we'll submit still be a photo. Coulson's pic. Oh, I was gonna say, will be still be Coulson's picture. <laughs> no, no, your picture, your name, your information with your own shield badge. Nice. Uh, and it's the same price. That's pretty cool. You know, the thing that bugs me is that at San Diego, Bandai, they put out a uh, an exclusive um, Power Rangers morpher. Yeah. It was the Power Rangers Morpher, but it was, for, for one thing, it was plated in 24 karat gold, which I could care less about. But the thing that got me was that the fact that it was the Green Ranger. It was it had uh, the Green Ranger coin and the White Ranger coin. Yeah. And, like, you know, I've seen the other one in stores, which is insanely expensive. They want, like, $65 for that thing. Hmm. For the regular one. But I could care less about that one. If I'm going to get any of them, which I probably won't. I was definitely going to get the Green Lantern one, the, the Green Lantern, the Green Ranger one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like that thing now is going for like hundreds of dollars on eBay. Super rare. And I don't even think Bandai is going to be at New York Comic Con, let alone have an exclusive. I should dig through the attic because growing up, I had because I had the Toy Morpher. Mm-hmm. I also one Christmas got the Dragon Dagger and it came with like a uh, Green Ranger coin that you could fit into the Morpher. Right. I'm pretty sure I mean it's probably beaten to hell but I'm pretty sure I have (laughs) the old school version of that exact thing upstairs somewhere. I feel like I have (laughs) the Tiger Zord coin somewhere and like a really like cheap cheesy version of the Morpher that probably came from, like, McDonald's. Oh, probably. But, yeah, it's better than nothing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the Green Ranger will actually be there at the con. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Price, <laughs> the prices on that, you know, that's on another what? thing. The, like, photo ops and signatures and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it used to be that you would go to these conventions, and if, like, the guy wasn't, like, super famous, then it was, like, 20 bucks, the guy signs a photo, you can take a photo with him, you go on your way. 20 bucks, not too bad a deal for that. I, I 
Um, my brother got to meet uh, Brian O'Halloran from Clerks. Okay. That was uh, that was a couple of years ago uh, at Wizard World, uh, Big Apple. I met um, mm-hmm. Helen. Um, uh, oh, can't remember her last name. The uh, one who was in uh, a Supergirl. Um. Um. No, I know who you mean. I feel like she's well, she's the sister of somebody. Oh, Helen Slater? That's it, Helen Slater. Um, so I got my photo with her. Yeah, twenty bucks, not a bad deal for that. And how much? How much does Tommy charge? Tommy charges if you want to get a photo with him. Like you can buy tickets online now, you know, in advance, and it's thirty dollars. Just mm. take a photo with them. And I think they'll print out the photo, like an 8 by 10 but still, $30 for that. But that's only on Friday when he's in plain clothes. If you go on Saturday or Sunday, Saturday he's going to be dressed like the Green Ranger, and Sunday he'll be dressed like the White Ranger. And both of those days are $50. I had no idea he dressed up. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he still keeps in shape and everything like that, so... Oh, yeah, he's an MMA fighter, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's cool and everything like that, and it would be awesome to meet him, but I'm not going to spend $30 for something like that. Yeah. So... I mean, I might have... I mean, I, I, I stood in his line at Dragon Con, but it was one of those where, like, okay, I'm going to spend the rest of the day in this line kind of thing, so I just gave up. Yeah. I ended up having... I ended up, like, getting to uh, Zack, the original Black Ranger. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got to him pretty pretty quickly, you know, got a picture with him. I forget. I think it was, like, ten bucks or something. Yeah. And, like, talked to We had, like, a conversation for five minutes. It was, he was really cool. That's cool. You know, the only two that I would even, like, consider wanting to meet would be Tommy or um, Billy Yost, the Blue Ranger. Uh, close enough. Yeah. What? Billy's the character, David Yost. Oh. <laughs> I combined them, yes. Yes. I was being efficient. Uh, of course. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, because he was awesome. He, you know, he was there for a while. Yeah. He was, like, he was that generation's nerd from the Big Bang Theory, you know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, okay, so... I think that's probably enough talk about the con. Yes. Um, we'll be there only Friday. Yeah. Yeah, Chad won't be making it this year. Uh, no. <clears throat> Wasn't even able to make it to the episode. No. <laughs> Which is ironic. Yeah, well, be- it's ironic because he's like the one that's had probably the, the best availabilities out of all of us. Yeah, he's like, I'm sitting around with nothing to do and my computer works and everything. <laughs> so, I've been reading Green Lantern, it's great. Let's yeah, go, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, guys. Guys? Hello? Uh, uh, are yeah. you working overtime a lot lately, or is it like, is yeah. it just a stint? Well, it's, it's pretty constant for like the past month or two. And it's probably going to keep going for like the next month. Okay. So, yeah take it as long as I can get it. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You have a baby, so... Exactly. Add, adding, adding out the paycheck is a good option. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ch- child, uh, child care services is expensive. Uh, mm. And on that note, um, if you want to <laughs> contact us, you can do so lanterncast at gmail.com. Um, we have a website, lanterncast.com. You can uh, go to, uh, you can go there, links to our Facebook page, Twitter. Then we have a voicemail, what is it, 708 Lantern? Yep. Okay. Anything else? iTunes, we're on iTunes. Oh, we are. Yeah. Is somebody snoring in the background, by the way? Yeah, no, that's Lauren. She didn't want to go to bed, <laughs> so snoring throughout the entire episode. All right, I didn't want to. I didn't want to ask earlier, but okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad she was able to be on the episode with us. Yeah, a little distracting. Every, oh, every once in a while, she'll wake up and just like make a hand motion to lower my volume, which is <laughs> ironic because she just gets louder. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, this is fun. We need to do this more often. Yeah. This whole recording our recording our show. <laughs> yeah, the show. Yeah, we talked about Green Lantern. We did a little bit, kind of on the well, on the surface. We talked about the cover of Green Lantern. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I made statements about the interior. We did. We did. Oh, God. that's what that's well, what that's what the Lantern cast is going to evolve mm-hmm. into. It's just us bullshitting and tangentially referencing Green Lantern for a second. Evolve into. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> God. Uh, nah, we'll we'll get once once you have more free time and everything's kind of worked out, technic more on a technical end. We'll when I have, when I have more free time. Yeah, you know when James turns eighteen. Oh, once. Uh, you think we're still doing this by then? You're crazy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Once you stop, like, once you're not overloaded with overtime all the time, then you'll yeah. be able to do more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll, we'll do an actual episode soon. Yeah. Actually, there'll be an episode, like, in a week or so that you guys recorded a while ago. Yeah. So, there's that, too. <laughs> so much Lantern cast to look forward to. God, let's just end this. Good night, everyone. Good night.